Good people and inhabitants of planet Earth, both foreign and domestic, welcome to The Dear Human Paradox. I'm your host, Darius Riddick, and I would like to thank you for joining me in what is nominally the next stage of evolution for humankind. For those of you joining us for the first time, welcome. For those of you joining us once again, as always, your patronage and dedication is much appreciated. But to all of you for spending the time that you have here, man, I, I, I'm extremely grateful because what we're doing here is phenomenal. <clears throat> Setting the course. Setting the pace for the next generation to live a happier, healthier quality of life and effectively enabling this thing we call delusion. Uh, illusion? Evolution. <laughs> Evolution, man. Um, because today, you know, it's uh, it looks different and, and it looks different, but the the intent is the same. And as long as we keep continue to meet that intent, I think we're doing something pretty great. So uh, thank you all. Today, August 19th. Um, this day in history as we do per usual because in order to know where we're going we have to have an idea of where we are now but we have to at least know where we've been we can't ignore the past because it prepared it explains the present and prepares us for the future so in 1909 the first race is held at the indianapolis motor speedway on august 19th 1909 the first race is held at the indianapolis motor speedway now the home of the world's most famous motor racing competition the indianapolis or the indy 500 courtesy of history.com now i'm not sure what this exactly has to do with human performance i didn't have any intent to translate it to that however it's amazing how 124 something like that years later um how where once was considered leisure is now considered uh, like a, a, a sport a, a, a sport competition which thousands of thousands of spectators watch and if you don't know about like the, I mean, the, the rate, like how it even goes, I suggest you go watch it and, and do your own research. But today I wanted to go jump into a, a phrase that um, we have talked about before in a different capacity. However, the information has to sink in because someone out there is going to hear this for the first time and it may not bring clarity at first, but eventually it is going to make sense. And the more we talk about it, the more you hear it. The more that is revealed, the more it makes sense. So that's important. And that phrase is listen to learn and learn to listen. So in the Dura Human Paradox over the past 90 episodes, we have talked so much about this E word, this evolution, which I said, I think illusion, something making stuff up earlier, but evolution and what that truly looks like. If we look over, over throughout the entirety of human history, when we say evolution, people normally think of like homo habilis or homo erectus and how like oh we went we came from monkeys and they like started to stand upright and then started to like learn and they got fire and they started to use tools and all this stuff you know uh <clears throat> but evolution in this context is speaking specifically on how we improve human performance and that is through shared experiences and information and one of the acronyms acronyms man i can't i can't even translate today <laughs> one of the um metaphors i like to use is the berries now if we jump back to our hunter-gatherer ancestors and you know they're they're going along looking for food you know doing the thing looking for shelter whatever it is that they did back then you know they didn't have phones and stuff so it's kind of different to to guess what they did but they hunted and they gathered so when they were doing this hunting and gathering they came across a field of berries 
And as they're walking over to the berries to start gathering them, the elder in the back says, hold on. Don't eat those berries. Don't do not pick them. They are not good. And, you know, everyone's tired. Everyone's hungry. You know, maybe this is the first patch of berries that they came across in a very long time. And, you know, everyone is really disappointed. But, you know, it's the elder. So we listen anyway. And they keep moving. But somewhere towards the back of the pack, there's one stubborn person that doesn't want to listen. And what do they do? They pick some of the berries and they say to themselves, you know, we we've been out here so long. These berries look good They They have a good color to them. And I'm hungry. I'm, I'm to me. There's nothing wrong with just eating a few. I'll just eat a couple and I'll be all right. And as time goes on, this person starts to sweat. They start to wobble, feel a little bit woozy and they drop and they're dead. And the elder looks over. And with no solemn, he, the elder just shakes their head because the elder knows that that person ate those berries because the elder knew that those berries were poisonous. That he said they were not good and the person ate them anyway. And that speaks to modern culture because not everything has to be learned by trial and error. There is so many shared experiences and shared information out there that could save headache, heartbreak, uh, financial instability, uh, answer some of life's greatest questions, help to overcome obstacles, and more importantly, to face and to be able to interpret adversity. And that kind of speaks back to our, our talk about, you know, Victor Frankl and the school logotherapy. But we're not going to we're not going to hit too hard on that today. We want to focus on this, the power of shared information and shared experiences. And back then, these experiences quite literally translated to life or death. If you decided to go and make your own stuff up, most likely you weren't going to make it because the way that tribes made it is, is by learning the hard way. They didn't have information superhighways where they can look up the answer. They didn't have access to billions of billions of billions of different articles of information at their fingertips where they could figure out, okay, what is the best course of action right now? So unfortunately, a lot of them had to learn the hard way <clears throat> in those experiences, shared experiences and shared influences were passed down by generation and generation and generation and improved upon for that very reason to enable evolution, to keep people alive. And now we're at a, we're at a battle. Okay. From the time I'm recording this, it's, it's a battle because there's, there's now become so much information that some people are daunted by it. They experience what we talked about in the first couple episodes of the Dura Human Paradox, known as cognitive paralysis theory. With so much information, they get overwhelmed, and instead of doing something, they do nothing. I feel like I believe in the military. Sometimes it's, it's referred to as the leadership vacuum, um, or even or even a, a, a pause or freeze in a fight or flight response. And there's there's many different versions of it that that it can translate to. But just understand that this is worse than making the wrong decision. Because if you if you have two options in front of you to fight or flight, right, you're gonna learn with 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 one of those. But if you freeze, I don't know, I'm not sure what's gonna happen then, uh, especially in a life or death situation. So we 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 have a duty in front of us to be able to disseminate information, to translate information, and to, to put it into practice. And if we don't learn to listen, 
and listen to learn, then we're just doing ourselves a disservice. And that is going to be a, a, a true inhibitor. And I'm guessing here, just based on my opinion, an inhibitor to evolution in the future. And whether that be the near future in a couple of weeks, that be in the near future in a couple of months or in a year or two, understand that there's no reason why we have to reinvent the wheel. There's obviously different versions of it to adapt to the raceway, to adapt to the track, to be able to overcome mountains and to climb. But that's not reinventing the wheel. That's just providing different versions of it. And the reason why that's possible is because somebody understood, okay, I tried to put this racing tire on this Jeep and to go over this, this hill and it didn't work. So how can we make the tire bed a little bit thicker? How can we make it a little bit more durable? How can we improve its performance? And that is essentially, like all great machines, what we're doing with human performance. And that starts with listening. And <clears throat> one of the things that I'll kind of close this up with, that sounds a little bit cliche, but you know, one of my one of my really good man, old head friends, you know, he, he's, he's a great guy. He says that, you know, we have two ears and one mouth for a reason. And that means that you have to listen twice as hard as you talk. So if you listen to learn and you learn to listen, not only will it keep you alive, not only will it help you overcome some of these adversities, but it will tremendously improve your quality of life. But until next time, stay durable, my friends. Thank you.